Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I got another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 238, I'm going to walk you through a very detailed process of how to build a membership site. This is going to be a very comprehensive guide where I'll share everything that's involved with building out the site and setting it up for success. We're first going to talk about why you should consider building a membership site. Then we're going to deal with the challenges that will arise, what to do before you build one page, all the way to how to keep your members engaged and coming back for more. You're going to discover the best tools you should use, uh, as well as how to create an onboarding process that will help keep your members longer and get you paid more. So building a membership site, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Such, such, such a big topic. Membership sites, whoa, we got to get into it. And I know, I know I've dealt with this in the past on the podcast, but you know what? Quite frankly... I've learned so much over the last few months and over the last year, really. And a lot has changed in my mind. Not a ton, actually. But there are some things that I felt, you know, I need to address these. And there's some questions that have been, uh, that, that have been asked inside my membership site, my members area. And I know that this is something that you can find value in. Whether you're, whether you're thinking about launching a membership site or not, you're going to get some good tips. I mean, if you're just thinking about selling a product, a digital product, a course, or anything of that sort in the future, I think you're going to be able to uh, pull out some really valuable tips in this episode. Anyhow, this is episode 238, and you can find detailed, and when I say detailed, I mean like super detailed show notes for this episode at becomeablogger.com slash 238. Anything I mention, it's all going to be there. And of course, I got to mention, I got to mention this every so often. I should mention this on every podcast. But if you have a topic that you would like me to address or a question that you would like to ask and you'd like me to consider that for this podcast, you can always call the hotline and leave your question. And the number that I play at the beginning and the end of every episode is... 888-835-2414. There you go. Get that like like drilled in your brain so that you wake up in the middle of the night singing 888-835-2414. Anyhow, so you can call that number at any time and leave your message. Now, I got two announcements. Announcement number one. No more transcript for this podcast. I know, I know. Some of you are thinking, no, but Leslie, I love I love having the transcript. I love being able to read through the content as you're discussing it and um, have all the details to make sure that I didn't miss anything. But don't worry. It's actually not a bad thing. The reason I'm not doing any transcripts anymore is because the show notes that I create are so detailed. I'm cre- it's like a full article where I go through every single thing that I'm going to be talking about. And actually, when I record this podcast episode, what I'm doing is just going through those show notes. So it's all right there. And I create it. I format it. I get it. We, we have it formatted in a way that's easy to consume. And every single point that I mention is going to be right in those show notes. So... I, I don't want you to look at them anymore as just show notes. It's it's like a, a you know standalone content. If you don't listen to this podcast, which I don't recommend for anyone to do, 
<laughs> but if you don't listen to this podcast and you just read that article, you're going to get all the points because that's what I'm doing. I'm not reading it verbatim, but that's what I'm going through. So it's all going to be there now. So when you when you want to find out about a particular episode, just go to that episode. You're going to get everything. You don't even need to take notes if you don't want to. Okay, so that's announcement number one. Announcement number two is something that I'm testing out. Because, you know, at the end of my podcast, I let you know if you want more resources, you want to get on my list and get access to my training 100% free, I tell you to go to freebloggingvideos.com. Starting now, at least for, I'm, I'm, I'm testing this out. Who knows? It might still be around if you listen to this in five years <laughs> and you can try it. You're, uh, many people that listen to this, listen to this on their smartphones. You're like right on your phone. And maybe you're, you're thinking to your, yourself right now, yeah, I'm on my phone right now. I'm doing the laundry. I'm, I'm washing the dishes. I'm going for a run. I'm in the gym on my phone. It's a beautiful thing. And I want to make it easier for you to get access to my training. So all you need to do, and I think this is pretty sweet. I think this is awesome. I'm excited about it. I, I, anyhow, just try it. And if, if you would like to get access to my training on how you can build a business with your blog, take out your phone, and I want you to text the word blogger, B-L-O-G-G-E-R, to the number 44222. That's it. Like text blogger to the number 44222. And what's going to happen? It actually fascinates me. I, I did it um, this morning and I was like, this is so sweet. What's going to happen is you're going to get a text message back saying, hey, uh, all you need to do is respond with your, your email address and you will get access to the resource. It is so easy now. Technology, I just love it. I love the way technology works. So text the word blogger to 44222 and then you're going to get access to my training 100% free of charge and you're going to be able to be updated whenever I have new things coming out. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, okay, we got to get into this episode because there's so much to talk about when it comes to building a membership site. You know, membership sites... I've heard people say that they're kind of like the the holy grail of online business because think about it, right? You have a, a program and people are signing up and they're paying each and every month. That, in my opinion, that's beautiful. That's that's a beautiful thing because for a number of reasons. But here's the here's the tricky part. It sounds nice, but it can be extremely challenging. There are so many challenges that can come along with running a membership site that if you don't do it the right way, it can. it's not going to be that thing that you know, you're so excited because you're getting paid every month. Instead, it'll be a pain in your behind. <laughs> and you would rather do anything else than continue that membership site. It can be a challenge. And what I want to do... If building a membership site is something that you're thinking about, or you know, if you're just thinking about having a training course or something of that sort, I want to help you to avoid many of the pitfalls. I want to give you the steps, the, 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 the things that I think are the best things to do, the best processes to put in place, the best systems to have so that you can have a successful membership site. Now, I'm going to take a position that's not normally the position that I, I, I take in my podcast episodes. Normally, what I would do is I would go through a process and I would say, okay, for this, you have all these different options. Choose the one that's best for you. And then for this process, you have these different options. Choose the one that's best for you. In this episode... I'm going to be a little more, I don't want to say dogmatic, but I'm going to be a little more um, precise in what I recommend. And the reason for it is I've tested out so many different options for all of these things that I'm going to be talking about today. And I'm just going to share with you what I believe is the best. And I'm going to share why I think it's the best. I'm going to share the processes and all that kind of stuff. So, of course, um, yeah, I, I I just want you to know that's the way I'm gonna deal with it. Okay, so first I wanna I wanna even I wanna address the question of why you should even think 
about building a membership site. Uh, a membership site. And there are three main reasons for that. Three things that I think, man, these, this is what makes membership sites so awesome if you do it well. Number one, you get to provide consistent value f- for your members. You get to provide consistent value to your members. And here's the thing, right? Okay, you're listening to this podcast right now, and I'm able to provide value on a consistent basis, on a weekly basis, every week um, for the most part. Uh, We have a new podcast episode. However, if you're building a business where a bulk of what you do is teach, like I'm teaching right now, Having a membership site where you have people that are investing into building something or learning something, it allows you to go more in depth. It allows you to to offer more training and more guidance. And it's a beautiful thing. You're providing consistent value to your members. And maybe I should say you're providing consistent value on another level, on a higher level. So it's not just the information that's freely available, but okay, we're going to drill deeper into these aspects, uh, into into these processes, into into whatever it is you're teaching. So that, that ability to provide consistent value to your members, significant. Number two, you're able to build a strong community of like-minded individual. Man, there's something that's extremely powerful about connecting people with similar goals. And especially if you're the one that's doing the connecting, there is something significant about that where you have a group of individuals, once again, that are investing in their own success, investing in accomplishing one specific goal. And in this case, they're investing financially, which is a different level of commitment than just pressing play on a podcast or just reading an article that they see shared on Facebook. We are investing ourselves into this and you can build such a strong community. That's reason number two. And reason number three, it's not the least of the reasons, uh, but it is a significant reason recurring income. Now, when you have a membership site, if you set it up in the way that I propose in this podcast episode and the way that I do it with my coaching club, um, you have members that are paying every month or whatever time interval you, you, you think makes sense every month or every year or every quarter, whatever the case might be. And there's a certain level of security that comes from that because you're able to predict how much am I going to make uh, next month? How much I gonna make, am I going to make the month after? Based on how it's growing and based on the number of members that may be leaving, you can make a, a pretty close to accurate predictions about what your income is going to be. And that's a beautiful thing. Now, doesn't that sound great? Doesn't it sound like a bed of roses? Everything is perfect. Yay, membership sites. But there are challenges. And I want to share with you some of those challenges. Because if I only share the positives, that's just unfair to you. And then you go into this thing expecting it to be that bed of roses and you end up with a bed of thorns. (laughs) Okay, so what are those reasons? It's not easy. Um, So, I mean, what are those challenges? Let's talk about those challenges. Number one, this is going to sound strange, right? Because I just said that this was a good thing. But now, on the other hand, you have to provide consistent value. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's a good thing. You get to provide consistent value. But quite frankly, it can be a challenge to keep coming up with new content. If, if it's a content model that you're using where you have courses or training videos that are coming out every so often, you, you, have, to, you have to be on top of your game and you have to continue providing that value. And that can become a challenge. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, retention. That is going to be one of the biggest struggles when it comes to building your membership site. And by retention, I mean keeping your members now, depending on where you read, you'll see you'll see stats listed um, that say maybe the the average length of time that a membership site keeps members around is approximately three to four months. 
Now that's not that's not exciting, right? Because you're building this because you want to provide ongoing value. You have this recurring income. You have members that are just loving what you do. You don't want them to just stay around for three or four months. You want them to stay around forever. And retention can be a challenge. But there are things that you can do, and we're going to talk about some of those things. Okay, and number three, if you have paying members, these members that are paying you every single month, there will be customer service issues. Now, I'm dealing, I'm talking about technical support issues, people trying to get access to resources, not being able to get access to it, people trying to log into the members area, and there are technical glitches, your server goes down, whatever the case might be. Yes, in a perfect world, everything works perfectly right you know everybody loves everything that you're doing the technology is always working unfortunately that ain't the world that we live in today it is nowhere close to perfect and quite frankly we live in a world where people kind of you know with 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 technology and the internet and social media and everything every people want everything to be perfect and they want it now right give it to me perfectly and give it to me now and with that there are customer service challenges that can arise but not to fear i've told you the good i've told you the bad but i'm not just going to leave it there by the end of this podcast episode you're going to be a membership site ninja <laughs> Why would I say ninja? That's just weird. You get the point. You're going to know what you need. You're going to know how to do this thing. So let's dive into it. First thing I want to deal with is the technology. What is a tech that you need in order to manage, to, to, to build, to manage, to support, to do all this stuff for your membership site? Let's deal with that technology. The first thing is going to be very obvious. WordPress. WordPress is the content management system that I recommend is what I recommend for your blog, your website, your whatever it is you're building online. Um, I recommend self-hosted WordPress installation. And I recommend that even for a membership site because if you're already using WordPress, you're going to be familiar with it. But in addition to that, there are all kinds of plugins that you can use to enhance the functionality to make your membership site more of a membership site, which is a good thing because that's what we're going for. So that's the first thing, WordPress. Number two, there are so many membership site software, um, softwares out there. Softwares? Software programs, however you say that. There are so many of them out there. You need something that handles things like member registration, um, your member account, uh, protecting the members area, the pages that are inside the members area, and so on and so forth. Uh, you need something that integrates with a payment processor and does all this stuff automatically. And I've tried... Oh man, I've tried and evaluated so many of them. And I found that the absolute best from my experience is A member. A member does a great job. A member is one of the oldest membership site software um, programs out there, and it does a good job. It pretty much does everything I would ever think about in terms of. Ma managing memberships. It has an aff a built-in affiliate program so that you don't have to pay for some other solution there. It integrates with every payment processor that I would ever think about using. It, it protects your content in a number of different ways. Now, there are a number of WordPress plugins that can turn your WordPress installation into a membership site. And it's fully based on WordPress. But I want to save you from a lot of headache because what I've come to realize is that there are some inherent limitations of WordPress in WordPress when it comes to user registrations. And the plugins that are built completely on WordPress, they are limited by those limitations. They are restricted by those limitations. And there are issues that arise that you would never think about. So it may look as if it's easier because it's a WordPress plugin. A member is not a, a, a WordPress-based system. It is actually handling the membership registrations and so on completely within a member, but then it integrates with WordPress. And that difference makes a huge difference. Trust me on it. 
a member. I'm going to link to all of these things. I, I do, just to let you know, I do have affiliate links for some of these things that I'm promoting, but I'm only promoting them because I really believe that they are valuable and they can help you if you're trying to build a membership site. So a member, that's the one that I use. Um, the next thing that I recommend is Stripe. Stripe allows you to accept payments. It's really seamless. It integrates with a member. It, it your, the money gets directly deposited into your bank account within two days. It's a beautiful thing. It's easy. I used to use PayPal. I've had all kinds of issues with PayPal, with membership sites. Um, and I just don't recommend them anymore. Um, if you want it to be very simple and you don't want to, you know, with, with Stripe, you need to have something that's called a secure, an SSL certificate installed on your domain. And you have to go through your hosting company in order to make that work. Maybe I'll do a tutorial on that at some point. But um, Stripe is the one that I recommend. PayPal is another option. And this is the one time where I'm going to say, okay, I am going to give you another option because it's a little more simple to set up PayPal, but there are some issues that come along with that. I recommend Stripe. Okay. So that's the next one. Now for email marketing, I mean, email communication, I highly recommend GetResponse. Obviously that's the one that I use. If you're on my email list, you'll see that. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I prefer GetResponse to the many others out there. That integrates with a member um, in a way that when someone signs up and they purchase, they, they sign up for your membership, a member automatically adds them to your get response list um, and you can use that for, I like to say use this for general communications, announcements, um, uh, 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 follow-up emails and so on. Get response handles that well. But there's another type of email that will also be sent. Now, when, when there are emails that relate to the membership specifically. For example, someone needs to reset their password. Someone um, uh, it just paid and they're getting an invoice and those types of things. A member generates emails and it sends it from your server to their email. Now, the problem is your server is most likely not optimized for email deliverability. So I recommend using a service like SendGrid. It's free. At least it's free to a certain level, and I've never reached to the point where it's it's um, charged me anything. But that is a transactional email service that integrates with a member, and what it does is it 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 it, it deals with the technology behind sending emails and and getting them delivered to their inbox so that it doesn't go to spam as easily. Okay, so SendGrid is kind of like a safety mechanism that takes the load of sending email off your server and it handles those transactional emails, making it ha uh, more likely that it will not be sent to spam. Okay, the next resource, the next technology that I recommend is actually a Facebook group. Now, when it comes to building a membership site, a big part of it is community. And if you're building a community behind your membership site, you have a bunch of different options. For a while, I would recommend to build a forum. But here's the thing. It's 2015. And because it's 2015, social media has changed the game. Maybe when you're listening to this, it's 2016 or, or 2017. I don't know. But people are not as used to using forums. And unless you have a, a, a massive community, getting people to interact in forums, you know, it's just going to be a challenge. It, it really is going to be a challenge. I highly recommend at this point in time using a Facebook group because most people are on Facebook. They're already engaged there. And since switching from forums to Facebook groups, man, the interaction that we're having in our community inside the coaching club, it is it is blowing me away, quite frankly. So I highly recommend a Facebook group. Lastly, in terms of the, 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 the technology that I think you have to have um, or you should be using if you're building a membership site using the model that I am talking about is Vimeo Pro. 
for hosting your videos. Now, up until recently, I used to recommend Wistia for hosting videos because I think they're a better platform in terms of the analytics that you're able to get, um, the way you're able to customize your videos. I do like the features that it has. I think it's great. And the, it starts at $25 a month, which is a little on the pricier side. Um, but I thought that the value was enough that I'm going to go with Wistia. Well, I did a relaunch recently, and as a result, I have significantly more members. And as a result, I will be getting a bill that is significantly more than $25 this month. So I'm in the process of switching back to Vimeo Pro. Vimeo Pro is much more affordable, and it does similar things. The analytics, not as good, but Vimeo Pro is what I recommend for hosting your videos. You can customize the look and feel of your video player. You can protect your videos so that they can only be embedded in your membership site. Um, and that is the way you want it to be. Okay, so there are some miscellaneous plugins that I use um, that I would recommend for various purposes. These aren't as necessary, but they add features that I really like. Number one, I have a we do coaching calls every every well we have two coaching calls a week, and as a result of that, I have a schedule with those coaching calls listed, and they can click on those items and go directly to the coaching call. Um, and there's a plugin that I use for that, and it's called Event On Event On. And it, that's a premium plugin. I don't remember how much it costs. I think it's like 20-something dollars. But it does a really good job at creating a, a calendar that updates dynamically, that allows you to embed schedules in different parts of the, the membership area. And it's a beautiful thing. Event on, and I'll link to that in the show notes. The next thing is something that I just implemented over the last month or not, over the last two months, I think. And it's called front end checklist and what this plugin allows you to do is create checklists for your members and it's a beautiful thing because it doesn't just create the checklist but as members check off those items it stores that so that when they come back they can see exactly what they've done and what's left to be done i've created what i call the ultimate blogger checklist inside my members area and they can log in and see you know I am just getting started. These are the tech, the plugins that Leslie recommends for me to install. Check, I've installed this one. Check, I've installed this one. Okay, I, I need to select my, um, uh, what is my topic going to be? Who's my ideal target person going to be? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you just check these off based on the items that I teach, the training that I give in my courses. And then lastly, there's a, a really cool plugin that I use that's called Swift Type Search. And it allows you to create a customizable search engine for your membership site. What it will do is if I go to, if someone logs into the membership site and they have a question about Facebook, for example, they can just start typing Facebook in the search bar and it's going to auto suggest any content that I have in my members area that is related to Facebook. It, it makes it extremely easy for your, for your members to find content inside the members area. So that's all the technology that I use. That's the technology that I recommend. And um, uh, if you're interested in building a web a membership site, you want to find these resources, just come to becomeablogger.com slash 238 and you'll get all of that. Okay, so we know the technology. Now let's take a step back. What are the things that you need to do before building your membership site? There are a few questions that you just got to ask because you want to make sure that you're providing something that people are going to want. Okay, so these are the th questions that I want you to ask before even thinking about, you know, setting up that membership area and putting up that first page and all that good stuff. First question is this. What value will you be providing? What value will be, you be providing? If you just have a membership site where people can sign up to pay you monthly just to support you, <laughs> maybe your mom might sign up uh, because she loves you, um, but that's not going to do it. There needs to be some kind of a compelling reason. You need to provide a specific type of value. What pain are you solving? What are the benefits to your potential customers these are things that you want to be very clear on. For example, 
And I'm going to use my membership site as an example um, throughout this because, you know, this is where I'm, this is kind of like my, my battlefield, right? This is the thing that I'm doing, my, my case study, my, my project. For, for my membership site, I am teaching people how to take something they're passionate about it, start a blog, and turn that into a business. All right, that is the value. How can you break free? This is a, these are the concepts that I, I talk about. How can you break free from the status quo, what you're supposed to be doing? You know, get a, uh, get a good education, get a great job, and, and work yourself up the ladder and all that kind of stuff and be stuck in something that you're not necessarily passionate about. This is what you see so many people doing. I'm saying here's how you can take your passion, build something, provide value, and turn that into a business. That is the value that I am providing. Okay, so now that's the first question. What value will you provide? The second question is, how are you going to provide that value? Um, are you going to be doing monthly webinars? Are you going to be doing uh, live coaching calls? Are you going to be drip feeding li- uh, uh, weekly video lessons? Are you going to have a Facebook group where people can interact and 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 get their questions answered? What, what are... What are uh, What are the methods that you're going to use to provide that value? You want to think this through. You want to think through, you know, how many videos are you going to be doing if it's a course that you're setting up? How many modules and so on? How are you going to provide that value? The next question, and maybe this should have been the first question, quite frankly, but that is this. Who is your ideal customer? Notice I said ideal like you're thinking in a perfect world, who is the person that is signing up for this membership site? Because here's the thing, right? Having the wrong customers, oh man. You know they have the saying, the customer is always right. Well, quite frankly, that's wrong. <laughs> Especially if you have the wrong customer. Um, you can get people signing up for your membership site that, man, it, it can make it the bane of your existence. But if you have a clear idea of who that ideal customer is, that's going to help you uh, to create the right membership site to target that right person. Okay? So who is your ideal customer? And then what struggles will your customer in, your, your customers encounter, your ideal customers, as they're going through your membership site, your training program, what are the struggles that they're going to encounter? Put yourself in their throughs. Think through what they are trying to accomplish. What are their goals? And in order to get to those goals, in order to reach to the place where someone has a a, a thriving blog that's on a topic that they are passionate about, they're making a decent amount of money in doing it, and they're just loving what they're doing, there are a lot of struggles that they're going to encounter on their way. Some of it might be technology. Some of it might simply be setting up WordPress or submitting to the Google Search Console or or installing plugins some of it might be in figuring out you know what's their unique uh, their, their unique value proposition what are the struggles that they're going to encounter and then the next question that flows right out of this question how can you overcome help them overcome their struggles because once you understand the struggles you can then start creating resources tutorials training videos um, checklists and so on to help them overcome those struggles Now, these questions are very important to consider before starting out to starting to build your membership site. And one of the ways that you can do this, one of the ways that you can get answers to these questions, one of the best ways that you can get answers to these questions is by actually asking. And you can do that by conducting a survey. Now, episode 235, becomeablogger.com slash 235. I'll link to this in the show notes. In that episode, I talk about how to create surveys to read your audience's minds. Check that out. That's going to go into a bunch of detail. Maybe you've listened to it already, but it's going to go into a bunch of details showing you how to craft a survey to get the answers that you're looking for. All right, so that's what you do before. Now it's time to create. Now it's time to put together the resources. So let's talk about that. You know, when I first started my coaching club, actually at the time it was called to become a blogger university, what I did, I didn't have a whole lot of stuff um, available up front. It was going to be something that we were building over time. Every month we would have one live webinar and that webinar would end up being a course. 
However, oh yeah, so we did that and then we did one coaching call a month. Now, in addition to that, I knew that it was going to be important that when someone signs up, it's not that I'm just telling them, hey, in a few weeks, we're going to have our first course. I needed something. I needed a core set of resources that were available immediately so that as soon as they start up, they can start taking action. They can start going through the training. And that is very important. We're going to talk a little bit about getting your members to take action because that's going to play a huge part in the success of your membership site. Because when people are involved, when they invest not just their money, but their time into to learning something and to doing something, they're going to feel more a part of it and it's going to be harder for them to leave. So um, I, I want you to create resources and these resources can, can fit into, uh, generally speaking, into one of these two categories. Number one, core training. Okay, If your membership site is teaching how to do something, have at least one module that's covering the basics. Right? If you're teaching how to start a blog, have a module where you have videos showing how to, how to you know, set up your blog. Because that's something they, they, they can use and they can get started as soon as they get signed up. Um, if you're going to be teaching over time how to, how to lose weight and, uh, via diet and exercise, I'm just throwing something out there off the top of my head, you might want to have a video module showing them how to create a meal plan or a video module saying how to plan out the first month. Something of that sort. Some core training. And then the second category is core resources. Now, training videos are great. Training videos are very helpful. But there are other resources that can help your members, and, and these resources can go beyond training. Um, create some of those resources. Have them in the members area. Maybe it's a list of uh, tools that they will use. Uh, uh, you know, for example, if we're sticking with the health and fitness with diet and exercise, you might have some meal plans that are available. Those are resources. It's not training information, but they are resources that can help them on this journey. So have some core training. Have some core resources available for as soon as that person signs up. Now I want to talk about something that a lot of people overlook that is probably one of the most important parts of this entire process. And that is the onboarding process. What do I mean by that? You know, when I went to college, I remember um, you know, I was coming from St. Martin. I, was, I just turned 17 and I was excited because I am going to America, coming to America like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and and, and I was just excited about this entire experience. I was an international student because uh, I'm coming from a different country. And before starting college, they had international student orientation. And then after the international student orientation, they had freshman orientation. And the idea was, you're coming into this new big world. There are certain things that we want you to know and certain things we want you to do. And that really helped to pave the way for me. It allowed me to meet other freshmen, other international students. It allowed me to get the information that I needed to get started on the right foot, even though I still didn't start on the right foot. But that's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> um, it really made the process of getting going into college significantly easier. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. There's an orientation process that has to happen immediately after people sign up because if they sign up and they're confused, they're going to be unsatisfied. And if they are unsatisfied, they're going to cancel. And if they cancel, they're no longer paying. And that's never good. <laughs> you want to retain as many people as possible. And, and, and this onboarding process is going to be critical for member retention. So, I'm going to give you some tips. This, this right here is the biggest thing, okay? So here are the tips. Tip number one, and I mentioned this a little earlier, get new members to take action immediately. I'm going to say that again. Get them to take action immediately. Give them some simple tasks that they can do. Because once again, they're investing their time. And when they start investing their time, they're going to feel more a part of this community, this thing that you're building that can help them accomplish their goals. And not just that, taking action 
getting them in the mode of taking action, that actually results in something, right? Uh, when you take action, you see results. And that's what you want them to do. You want them to get in the habit of it. So here's what I do for my onboarding process. When someone first purchases their membership, they go to a getting started page. On that getting started page, there's a welcome video welcoming them to the, to the coaching club. I'm excited to have them. And then it gives them some things to do. Number one, I invite them to join the Facebook group and I show them exactly how to do that. I invite them to introduce themselves in the Facebook group. Let us know a little bit about who they are and where they're coming from, what they're blogging about or what they think they want to blog about. That is getting them to take action. The next thing I have them do is also very important and that is have them whitelist my email address. Because here's the thing. The major way that you're going to be communicating with them is going to be via email. And you want to make sure that they get your emails so that they can get the value that they signed up for. So I show them how to do that and I have them take action and actually do that. The next thing I have them do, and this is completely optional, but I wanted to provide uh, uh, some more value. I give them the option to sign up for SMS notifications. Now, how this works is this. When they sign up, they enter their cell phone number and I can notify them, hey, we're going live with our coaching call in 30 minutes. And that keeps them in the loop. And the service that I use for that is called Call Loop. <laughs> you, you get it? You know, the whole in the loop thing? <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right, so that's something that I have them do. It's an optional thing that I do. And lastly, I invite them to explore the members area. So I show them around and I say, okay, let's get started. Check out the courses. And when they check out the courses, I mean, that leads them to take even more action. So get them to take action immediately. I've given you some ideas from what I do and you can come up with what makes sense for you. The next thing is you want to front load the first month with value. Provide a little something extra during that first month. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, dumping a whole bunch of resources or anything of that sort. But this is something that's going to go a long way in keeping your members engaged. You want them to be really engaged during that first month. You build up that momentum and that momentum can help to keep them um, engaged throughout their the course of their membership. Now, avoid trying to add all kinds of complicated things. You want to make th this extra value. The, the way you want to look at it is this. How can you help simplify the process for your members? So what I do, for example, is I have a four-week jumpstart because I found that when I first launched, this is something that I've learned from experience, but when I first launched, people were logging in. They were excited about all of the information, but then they were getting overwhelmed. And I, I realized that they needed some extra guidance in that first month. So I put together this four-week jumpstart where it's kind of like I'm holding their hand even more through the process. So really engaging with them that first month, you know, provides a lot of value and it keeps them engaged. All right, now let's talk about another aspect of your membership site. That is, I consider this the essential ingredient and that is communication. Communication is going to be extremely vital. It, it, it not only helps you to nur nurture relationships with your members, but it also keeps them informed. Because if they're not informed of the value, they're probably going to forget about the things that you're doing and then not take action and then eventually realize, hey, I'm not even using this membership. So you want to keep them informed and email communication is the way to do this. Now, there are two things that I highly recommend. Number one, you want to send weekly updates. These weekly updates, you know, it gives them information about what's happening inside the members area or in the Facebook group and that kind of stuff. It lets them know what's coming up. And you can also use it as a place. And I highly recommend doing this. This is something that I just started doing. You can use it as a place to to, to highlight and congratulate member successes. If you notice that members are really, like there's a, there's a few members that are doing some awesome things and as a result, they are, they're, they're getting a huge return on their investment in time, 
you want to highlight that because that encourages them and it also encourages others by letting them know that it is possible to accomplish what you 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 are trying to help them accomplish here so weekly updates highly recommended and number 2 event reminders. So whenever we have a live coaching call, I would send out in the weekly update on Monday morning, we have a live coaching call coming up on Thursday. But on Wednesday, I would send another email that's a reminder email, just reminding them, hey, don't forget, we have our coaching call coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to to connecting with you on there. Sending these event reminders are good because you know what? Everybody's busy, right? Or we think we're busy. But generally speaking, we are busy. And and it's good to remind them so that they don't miss out on any of the value. All right? So that's communication. Now, I want to talk about engaging your members. Now, if your membership site is awesome, people are going to be engaged. But the question is, how do you engage them? How do you make it awesome? And here's my answer. And this one is a tweetable. To engage others you must be both engaging and engaged. You can tweet that. And I mean, I have an easy click to tweet thing inside the episode, so you can do it from there. You, ha- you must be both engaging and engaged. So I want to give you some tips on how you can do that because what we're trying to do is to build such an engaged membership community that people don't want to leave. So tip number one, Check in regularly. Yes, I know it may sound nice to build a, 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 an active membership community where you have to, you don't have to do anything. You could just sit back, relax, and watch the dollars come in. But that's not the way the world works. And that's not the way membership sites work. It's not going to be set it and forget it. You have to be engaged. So check in regularly. If you have a Facebook group, check in on a daily basis. Check in multiple times a day. Check in regularly. And that in and of itself, when you're in there, you're engaging your community, they're going to be more engaged. Number two, ask questions. The easiest way to get people to interact is by prompting or uh, triggering a discussion. And you can do that by simply asking questions. That's, you know, it, it's logical. If you ask a question, people are going to be wanting to, people are going to want to answer it. You're going to find that this can be some great springboards for awesome conversations. If you just, number one, check in regularly, and number two, ask questions. This next one is kind of like a ninja tip because it really takes things to the next level. Get members involved in a process. This is, this is going to be my biggest tip for engagement. I want you to think about ways to get them involved in a process. And there's one word I left out. I'm going to add it in here because it's so crucial. Get them involved in a process together. Because when they're doing that, they're going to feel a part of something. They're going to feel like, hey, we're doing this stuff together. Some examples. Uh, one of the things that we do is on Monday mornings, I post in the Facebook group, we're all going to post our week, our goals for the week. So I post there and then, you know, you get a bunch of people coming, on, uh, coming in there and say, actually, I just asked them for one goal. And everybody comes in and they say, okay, this is what I'm going to accomplish this week. And then on Friday, we check in. I check in with them and say, okay, so you guys said you're going to work on this one goal. How did you do? And sometimes members are going to be like, you know what, I, it, it's actually quite interesting to read it because some people are going to be like, yes, I crushed it. I did it. Other people are going to be like, man, last night I realized that I didn't finish my goal. So what I did was I hustled last night and yes, I made it. And some people are going to be like, you know what, I didn't finish it, but I'm going to hustle and get it done by tomorrow. And then they come back tomorrow and they get it done. That right there. It's awesome. They feel as if they're a part of it. Some other ideas, you can do like a daily writing challenge, you know, where everybody writes a day, writes every day for 15 minutes or 30 minutes. And you kind of track that. And because they're doing it together, it's kind of like, I want to continue doing this with my friends. Another idea is what about setting up mastermind groups? That's something that I'm, 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 I'm exploring right now, setting up mastermind groups where members are working together and helping each other out. 
getting them involved in a process together takes things to the next level. Last tip, conduct surveys. Okay, so this is beyond now the engaging your members because here's the thing. You want to be constantly getting feedback because no matter how awesome your program is, your membership site is, it can get better. And the way to make it better is to make sure that it is doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's helping them in the way that they should be helped. So I conduct surveys, and I'm doing this on a regular basis, but there are two key points when I think doing a survey can really help you change the game. Number one, a few days after they start. Now, this goal, I mean, the, the, this, sur- this first survey, the goal of this is to get an understanding of what your new members are struggling with. So what I do is I, I created a survey and I put that into my autoresponder sequence so that when they uh, have been a member for uh, three or four days, I don't remember, um, they get this email and it invites them to complete a survey. And that gives me that ongoing feedback it gives me ideas of things that I can try. It gives me un- a better understanding of what they're struggling with. And then there's another point. After about a month of membership, they've had enough time to go through the, 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 the material. At that point, I want to get some feedback about the program itself. Not necessarily about what they're struggling, well, actually also about what they're struggling with, but the first one was primarily focused on who they are and what they're struggling with. The second one has to do with how can I make what I'm doing better now that you've had a time, had some time to go through it. Okay, so wow, this was a, a longer than normal episode, but there's so many details that I wanted to put into this because there's so much to take into consideration when building a membership site. And even if you're not building a membership site, you're just launching a course, there's so many things in this that you can use to make yours awesome. So I want to leave with a question for you. Have you built a membership site before? If so, what are some tips that I may have missed? Let me know. And if not, do you plan on on, on building a membership site at some point in the future? I would love to know. And remember, if you want to um, get more resources you know, like this and, and find out more about building your online business, the blog, do something different this time. <laughs> Text the word blogger to 44222. 44222. Maybe I should get my wife to sing that as well. 44222. Okay, obviously, I shouldn't sing that. So text the word blogger on there. Hey, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, man, my feelings right now, they're just a little hurt. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. But if you want to be updated whenever we have new episodes, you can subscribe on any mobile device. Just search, you know, in the podcast app for Learning With Leslie, and you'll be able to subscribe. And then, you know what? I'm just going to come to you every week. You don't even have to go and look for me anymore. I'm just going to be there. I'm going to be like, hey, yo, what's up? I'm here chilling, waiting on you. (laughs) This is a weird way to end my episode. It's so different from how I normally do it. I don't know what happened. But if you want to find out more about subscribing to the podcast, go to becomeablogger.com slash podcast. Create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business. 44222 Blogging. That's it. Leslie Sam from becomeablogger.com. Change the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless. 888-835-2414. That was a weird ending. I don't know what happened.